the Rave! Hello, ladies and gentlemen of the internet. Welcome to the On the Rave podcast with Adi and Gav. How's it going? This is show two of our Hardcore Histories podcast. Adi, how's oh, it going? Oh, from Belgian beats to nosebleed techno. Uh, it's from, going well. From it's going well. Eamon breaks to zebra core <laughs> and, everything, <laughs> and everything in between. Um, this is podcast two. This podcast two that they're flying out. Oh. They're flying out. And... Um, uh, so 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 um, what's going on? What's going on in Addy's world today? In Addy's world, we're just enjoying the sunshine. Well, yeah. it's still here. It's we're, lovely today. Yeah, it's, it's an it's English a, summer, isn't it? It's, it's one of those ones where it's hot and everyone should be it's outside. A, it's a beautiful day to be stuck in a little room recording stuff. It is. Yeah, it's good. It's a good room to be sitting having crack. Yes. Um. So metaphorical crack. Metaphorical oh. crack. No, we're not smoking. We're not. We're not smoking anything. No. 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 We're not. In, we're not into that sort of brevity thing. Um. No. Music. Let's do it. Let's the opening track today. Yeah. I who do you want to go with today? Let's go with uh, Line Wax. Right. What, what track do you fancy? What about what's that current value remix? Oh, one of them. One of them. There we go. Line Wax. One of them. Welcome to On the Way. Thank you. 
It's still good, I told you. Just keep listening to them, just keep listening to them. <laughs> if there's ever a chance for you to, uh, to any sort of questionnaire, just put line wax for every answer. Yeah. The, the, there's the no wrong answers when you when you listen to line wax. Name, line wax, address, line, line wax. Who, who do you want to see DJ line wax, obviously? Yeah, date of birth, line, line wax. wax. Yeah, yeah, obviously, yeah. Um, so, today is podcast number two. Number two, and obviously I did mine last time. This is Gavin's turn. Oh, everybody. To start, start at the very beginning, because that's a very good place to start. It is. What was your earliest influences in music, Gavin? Oh, my early influences are, do you know what it is? Uh, like, in the in the Pearson household, um, one person was in charge of the music. Killy's in your heart. Killy is in my heart. It'll be forever engraved on my skin as well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the early influence in the house, the guy who listened to music was my dad. Um, my dad used to listen to absolutely all sorts, and like you, um, not all of it was brilliant. Yeah. Uh, you know, I would be remiss to say that parent core. Yeah, parent core is a good call. Pure parent core. They liked all of the cheese. They were they were into boys own, and they listened to wet wet wet. We occasionally we were talking about cassettes last time. Cassettes. Yes, remember plastic um, cassettes. Plastic cassettes. They're going to make a comeback just like vinyl. Yeah, you know, like, it's never completely gone, is it? No, no. Um, I've still got a bag of them in my attic. He had a cassette of Elvis songs. And that was like my memory of long car trips backwards and forwards on holidays and stuff like that. Listening to Elvis and all of the other bits and pieces. I mean, one of the other things my mum and dad used to listen to was The Beautiful South. Oh, and lovely. I still listen to The Beautiful South. I don't mind. There's still, there's still time for The Beautiful South. There's still time. I know this is a rave podcast. Sorry, everybody. But uh, <laughs> we, we also love Rotterdam. We do. Yeah. Well, we oh, do, anyway. Don't we? Yeah, we do. Yeah, or anywhere. Um, I tried to sample it once, didn't we? There was lots of... There was lots of music going on in the house. Yes. Um, whether or not it was the radio going on. or My dad, my dad used to collect vinyl. He used to collect 45s. Um, and he had quite a few different ones. Um, he had a penchant for having a couple of drinks and going on his karaoke machine. Um, I don't know if anyone else out there had a fella that was on the karaoke machine. I didn't mind it. Um, I've always been one for a bit of a sing-song. I'm not scared of microphones. But there's there's certain ones that he used to sing. Favourites. All the th- Oh, yeah, he had favourites. Oh, he did. You know who he used to do? Do you know the... Uh, is it Mac the Knife? When oh, yes. That's a bit of proper dad call, that is. Yeah, like, it is dad call, that. Um, Indeed. Is there anything else? Well, do, do you know what? He didn't really listen to anything by the way of rave. Uh, uh, I, I think it's a bit uh, past his time. Well, they grew up in a different generation, too, yes. didn't they? Like, he grew up listening to different sorts of beats, but there was, like, the occasional tune that he listened to that I was like, what is that? Like, that's amazing. And one of the ones I'll always remember him, um, one of the bands I always remember him singing, Ori Vesha. Um, me dad used to get up on the karaoke after having a couple of tipples. And uh, do you know what it is? He's a six foot odd, broad bloke, kind of like myself. Uh-huh. He's built a similar way. He hasn't got the beard and he's got the receding hairline on like me. Um, but he used to get up and he would transform. He'd pick up the microphone and he'd start singing an Eurasia song. He's going to get a pure mid score. Oh my lord, yeah. You'd, you'd see the flicks of the wrist and, you know, it was if... Um, Andy Bell, is it Andy Bell who's the lead singer of Erasure? I might have done you know, I believe so. I know it is, I'm going to cause chaos in the comments section. Yeah. yeah. If I'm an idiot and I've got it wrong, let us know in the comments. But I always like to put Jimmy Somerville's name out just because Smith is the hardcore Jimmy Somerville. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, and like, to me, 
there was always like the, the little bits and pieces of erasure that he did. I mean, he'd, um, he'd used to sing Always, um, which I'd remember, which yes. wasn't particularly ravey. Um, but I don't know, I, I've got these amazing memories of him just mincing around and playing and singing. And there's one particular song that he'd get up and sing that I just, like, I, I couldn't help it. I, I couldn't turn me back on it. And it was, uh, I Love to Hate You. Um, uh, and uh, as much as it's like that early sort of gay synth pop music. you got a little I bit like, of synth pop though. I you know. would, do you know what it is? That's all the genre. fucking love to go and see Eurasia. Yeah. I really would. I'd love to go out for a, for a night on the mints. I'm sure Drew will take you. I'm sure Drew's already been yeah, there yeah, before. Yeah, remember, like, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure that Shouty Drew would, would take us. Big, big up Drew. She ran. Keegan. Keegan. Shouting stuff. But in any case, yeah, I'd, I'd just, yeah. Erasure, I love to hate you. Let's let's hit it. Yeah, let's hit it. You sent for me Didn't come with 
something about that song that I absolutely love. It's Cabba's Christmas. It is. Uh, that was Erasure. I love to hate you. That is from 1991. Wow. It's dead. We're going way back. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, on the album Chorus. Hmm. Question number two, Gavin. Yeah. When you first started, when you got past your Erasure zone with your dad, <laughs> and you just find your feet into this world of rave, what, what's the first thing that you came to? Oh, the most influential thing? Uh, Something that gripped you at uh, early doors. Right, okay, so early doors when I first started listening to music, there was a there was a few different bits and pieces that I fell into. Um I loved I loved rap. I really did. But it was the cheesy's ninety the cheesy more nineties rap that was out at the time. Uh, Will I Smith? Had, I had Will Smith, I had the two pack right I, I love a bit of summertime work. Well, there's a bit of everything there. Everyone loves getting jiggy with the Will with oh, Will. He raps happy. It's, he is a happy rapper. He does, he raps happy. And then also got, DJ Jazzy Jeff, one of the best DJs I've ever seen in my life. I went to go and see DJ Jazzy Jeff once at the was old Riverside. Uh, I was uh, there. Foundation. Yes. I was um, there. the night I went to go and see Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince, they didn't actually turn up and they had a replacement DJ on. And the replacement DJ was Ronnie Size. Oh, um, which is that's obviously a, that's a weird replacement DJ. It is. It's a massive change, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So you turn up like all ready to get jiggy with it, and Ronnie Size was on. Fantastic. Who could do that? That's it. Yeah, like first you know. swap. Yeah, I mean it's a, it's it's a massively different, by the way, genre. Yeah. I don't know. I, I love the hip hop stuff, and I used to spend a lot of time over at my mate Ali's house, and would sit and play. Oh, on his step on. Oh yes. Can he hit hard also? Oh. And we would sit and play Grand Theft Auto, but what he'd do is he'd mute all the tunes and he'd have Winamp. Oh, remember Winamp? Oh, uh, I do, unfortunately. <laughs> and he'd have MP3s rolling in the background. And we'd listen to stuff like Moss Death. Um, we'd listen to well, Roots Maneuver. We'd listen to bits and pieces of stuff like LTJ Buckham and that sort of liquidy drum and bass style. Nice, um, nice. And that, that's, the, that's the sort of thing that I sort of when I started discovering music for myself, it was, it was the hip hop, it was the liquidy, more floaty. I don't know. That's the way to describe it. Style of drum and bass, rather than the harder stuff that I would get into get after into, I, yes. after I met radicals like you. Um, so my finding of feet was, it's probably laced through hip hop. I got into rave. Through, so through if it's there, what's your track that stands out from from that? From all, everything that you've said, what's the track that's the one that you want to put forward for? Uh, for this answer uh, of all of the bits and pieces that I listen to probably the one that's stuck with us the most will be it probably would be Roots Maneuver I've just there's something about Rodney's voice that is amazing that it's a twice. classic it's an absolute classic yeah. it's still classic now yeah yeah. and I think if it's on I'm dancing yeah I think of all of them Witness uh, Witness the fitness it's just got some of those lyrics in at breakneck speeds he drives yeah. 10 pints of bitter and just little bits like that so for me, for finding my feet in music, I, I would, I would, uh, I would probably credit them to me. Let's let's hit it then. Yeah, let's witness. Ta 
Last master burst the bionic zit splitter. Breakneck speeds, we drown ten pints of bitter. We lean all day, and some say they ain't productive. Could that depend upon the demon that you're stuck with? Cause right now, I see clearer than most. I sit here contented with this cheese on toast. I feel the pain of a third world famine. Said, wait, we count them blessings and keep damning. Cause him, scumbag, scum of the earth. His worth was nil until he gained the skill of tongues. From 15 years young, straight to my gray back self. I stay top shelf material. Jerk chicken, jerk fish. Break away slave bliss. Generate G's and then be stashing with the Swiss. Fools can't see this. Under your pistols, a fist full of hip hop duns. I progressing in the flesh. Esoteric quotes, most frightening. Duppy took a hold of my hand while I was writing. Leg on me ting, Duppy, leg on me hand. I summon up the power of Banana Clan. Witness the fitness. The prophet and live at one hope, one quest. Witness the fitness. The prophet and live at one hope, one quest. Witness the fitness. The prophet and live at one hope, one quest. Witness the fitness. The prophet and live at one hope, one quest. Triggering that heat root juice. Now we're there burning boots. Let them spirit them loose. Go ahead, go slash up the noose. We conclusive proof about the truth, the right. Cause whether we hitchhike or push bike or travel kind of trash. Manifest that with oats and roots wrapped. Manifest that, yeah. I do my zing way. Ain't nothing else I know. Got up in the life with this ragged bone flow. Squeeze the pain from my belly and set my soul free. Travel over ocean, land and sea. Face enough stress and difficulty. Flung back from the brink. Why they kind of stink? We don't give a frig about what them fools think. Trigger network, our network will speak for itself. Proof of the trophy and the champion belt. Come sun, come rain, come hellstone pelt. Witness the fitness. The prophets and live at one hope, one quest. Witness the fitness. The prophets and live at one hope, one quest. Witness the fitness. The prophets and live at one hope, one quest. Yeah, wanna submit with some old time shit. Let the old world know we saw some old key tip. Mega manic. When time the pressure start lick. By the hook or by the crook, by the pooper, by the kick heave. Sickly cryptic, spitting the code and most proud to present that Crawford mode and it shows that that bros done. Seen a few slights. Life rose scenario, reality bites. We in collision with the beast. Lost to religion, now we can't get no peace. Idiot peak out, one for tech, I for chief. Stoops to the level and we plotting cold grief. But we should know that discipline make up the geese. Separation of the dat from the rat, that's a must. Proceed set speed with the Crawford and touch. Proceed set speed. Crawford said, Witness the fitness. The Crawford and live at one hope, one quest. Witness the fitness. The Crawford and live at one hope, one quest. Witness the fitness. The Crawford and live at one hope, one quest. Witness the fitness. The Crawford and live at one hope, one quest. Also, if you like that, you should uh, check out MC Pitman, Witness the Pitness. Very funny. Yeah? Very funny. <laughs> um, well, yeah, that's that's Witness the Fitness, Roots Maneuver. That was on Run Come Save Me, which I believe was released in 2001. On Big Dada. Oh, that, that's his own label. Yes. Um, on the Big Dada label. Um, yeah, and I just, I, I, I love Roots Maneuver and those sort of things. like so. Right, we've moved on with... You you found your feet. You're <laughs> right. sprinting, I'm running, sprinting. running towards through with hell not in the wind. <laughs> your dreads are flying all over. You found your feet. You're moving through it. What's your first ravey memories? Oh, um, 
I have a few different first rave memories. I remember a few different things. I remember I remember table mints or turbulence. Oh. Um, and all of the sort of hoover step that you'd get when you love went to see them. Love all that. Um, uh, and obviously they used to do the two room thing as well. So yes. you'd have the drum and bass, the, the more hoovery drum and bass in one room. And you'd have the hip hop in the other room. So Best of both worlds, isn't it? Yeah, it was. You could go and see the likes of Jest and Skinny Man and Roots and Hoover, like we just played, over in one room. But you'd have all the drum and bass in the other room. Um, one of my first and most definite rave memories is probably of being in the red rooms. Oh, well, the, the, we've all got memories of the red rooms. Yeah, well, happy, happy, happy days. Metal toilets, metal toilets. That's the thing I remember about the red rooms. They didn't have porcelain to piss in. It was like tin, yeah. and it was a bit weird. But I'd, I'd been to see a few different bits and pieces, um, but never really not much too ravey until I got dragged. To go and see LTJ Bookham. Um, Bookham was playing with MC Conrad. Oh, um, what a combination. Uh, it's the sound of the big G's overcoming the cheddar. I'll never forget him saying that. I'll just never forget him saying that. It's so good. Um, but that, I remember going to see this LTJ Bookham gig and um, basically playing with substance for the first time. Um, I sort of was in the midst of enjoying what was flowing through my body and uh, really, really, really loving the drum and bass. And I can oh. remember having such an absolute ball. Um, Jaw all over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, I think after LTJ Buckham came on, I think it was Adam F. who came on next on the same night. And it was, like, it's a bit of a far cry because his his style's a little bit different to that LTJ Buckham oh, stuff. very much so. Um, and so did Alvin Stardust. Really? Yes. I did not know that. True fact. Well, true facts today oh, well, true. <laughs> on the Rave Addy and Gav. We're not just here to introduce you to Rave Information yeah. overflowing today. Overflowing. That's, that's the one. Um, and yeah, like I can remember that. That's probably one of my best Rave memories. Is like it might have been two thousand, two thousand maybe two thousand and one sort of time when I went to this Rave. And um, so it's a bit later, a bit later than you, you getting into rave, but well, obviously, obviously. But I am the I'm younger, older. I am the younger, prettier one of the pair. I'm old as the hills. <laughs> um, and yeah, like as I say, that that's my first real rave memory. So on that day, what's that one tune that he played that sparked this memory? Oh, the one that I went home and downloaded immediately after. Uh, circles. On a deleted, downloaded illegally. Uh. The one that I went and bought the record of after. Ah, right. Uh, I did not. Yeah, we do not condone illegally downloading. That, we wouldn't rip stuff off like wire. No. No, definitely not. not. Not back in the day. No. It would, it would take a week anyways. Well, well, that's it. Yeah. Um, I was too yeah. busy downloading porn then. So. Well, well, that's it. Yeah, but I can remember that that's the one track that really stood out to me at the time because uh, I can remember leaving and just the jet, 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 ah, jet. Yes. Um, and I can remember being like, right, I need to find that song. What's that song? And I think I harassed a few people, like, coming out. Oh, mate, oh, mate you, might, you might know that song. What's this song? What's it guards. It guards a bit like, check, it guards, check, 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 And uh, eventually I got pointed towards um, Circles by Adam F. There you go. There you go. So let's uh, let's smash the shit out of this. Yeah, Circles. Good. Check, check, check. Tick, 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 tick.
Well, check, memories. check, check, and it's... Oh, the memories. Check, 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 and it indeed. Oh. Uh, yeah, Adam F. Circles. Uh, Colas? Was it on the, on the album Colas? Yes, I believe so. Uh, Positiva, really? Positiva Records. From Positiva. Positiva, yeah. I was like, quite shocked with that when I was looking through, but wow. I didn't think it was on Positiva. I didn't, I didn't know it was I on I would Positiva. never have picked that label out. Yeah. I think it was like one of the earlier ones that he released that was yeah. on that label, so... Um, but yeah, that's the that, 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 that's the thing, and that sort of encapsulates my first rave memories all in one. Is it's it, a uh, it's a it's a banger. It's one of those ones that sort of yeah. As I say, I don't, I, I, I got into music through the sort of softer end, and then uh, and, and then yeah, every, met, everyone likes it harder then. Well, that's it. Yeah, and then I sort of fell into a different rave group. I started hanging out with. Um, well, I start. I was a part of the group that did Rollies from Ice and Bigger Body. Um, uh, and and Mark and Mark, uh, yes. Mark Wood because Mark Wood was like my little brother. Um, he used to live next door to where I lived, and he'd borrow my. You know what it is? I got told off of his man for lending him a copy of Menace to Society. <laughs> VHS. <laughs> Just, just see a VHS. He's, oh, we're, we're going back in time again. Right. You, Gavin, you explain what a VHS is since I did tapes last week. Well, that's it, ladies and gentlemen. VHS is what basically came before DVD or Blu-ray. Um, a black square that had not just audio but visuals visual. on as well. Audio and visual <laughs> tape. Audio and visual tape. Well, again, uh, would turn over. But you couldn't ride this one with a pen. No, definitely not. You'd put it in the machine. And it would like, just chew the shit out of it. Well, it was like memories of going to Blockbuster. Yeah. And whatever movie you took, you didn't get to watch it straight away. Because you had to rewind the bastard first. Yeah. Be kind, rewind. Be kind, rewind. Excellent film. <laughs> it's all made up, you know that. Really? I thought yeah. it was a true story. No, no, no. no. It's all um, improvised. Really? Yeah, it's not scripted. Ah. Jack Black and Mustaf. It's, I'm gonna go watch that again. Yeah, they make it up as they go along. You'll see, like when you watch it the second time round. You said, does it become more noticeable? It, yeah, yeah, you can tell they're actually improvising everything all the way through it. So. Oh right, I'm, I'm definitely gonna watch that. There's, yeah. there's a film for you. There's just tidbits, movies as well. We're, we're doing all everything for it's, you. You lucky, lucky bastards. Oh, sound off in the comments if you hate that film. If you love it, just, you're wrong. Though yeah. you, you are wrong. If you if you love it, then if I crack. So, moving on again. Moving on. Number four. Obviously, we've, we've discussed that we've been to many, many festivals oh, together. I do love a bit of outdoor noise. Out of all the people that we've seen at all the festivals that we've went to, which is a lot, there's a, there's a lot. Even if we just pick one band face, that's a lot of people that we could have seen. I'd only see four people at a festival. Yeah, well, because but the rest of the time you're being just, too famous and just being safe. Famous and fun, yeah. you know, full of shenanigans and uh, science. Yeah. Well, that, that does happen as well. But this, um, is, this isn't my list, this is your list, Gavin. Yeah. So, where, where are we going with this one? Festival-wise, the first festival I ever went to was Glastonbury. Oh. Um, uh, and I've done, numerous, I think I've done five Glastonbury's, uh, five Glastonbury's, six Glades, a handful of bang faces. First off, was a punter, and then, obviously, obviously we had, we had yeah. the pleasure, the absolute twice. pleasure of being able to play twice. James, um, if you're listening, we're still available. We still do things, Any sets, James. bro. We do. We still do things, James. Maybe we could we could come do this podcast down there, maybe DJ as well. That'd be good. Yeah, we could interview some yeah. people on the rave. Maybe on the rave on yeah. Bang TV. Northern Heart Crew. We'll just see it. Just mm. put it out there. We'll send you a couple. Yeah, we'll, we'll hit you up. We'll hit you up. Yeah, yeah. you'll get tagged. Yeah. But yeah, like between the bang faces and obviously we were talking about the glades yes. last time. There's a lot of there's a lot of memories that I've got of festivals. I've had some of my 
best times of my life at festivals. I really, really have. It's um, all of the fun. Yeah, it is all, all of, of the, the fun. fun. And not all of it's rave. I mean, I've got, uh, like, uh, as much as you talk about Glade and it's it's rave, the yeah, whole festival's rave. rave. Everywhere you go. Rave and sidetrack. There's um, a lot of hippies. There are a lot of hippies. And a surprise amount of wizards in joke. People that know. People that know. But we will warn everyone not to play that game. Do not play the game. That Do game is so game. dangerous. Don't break you. It's so Don't dangerous. Break. You'll have to speak to me off... off Online or something, if you want to know what the game is, but do it. I'm not saying that you should. You should definitely not do it. We don't condone the wizard. No. Um, yeah, I, of all the festivals I've been to, the probably the probably the most iconic one I remember was that very very first bang face. Oh, that first, it was a magic magical that time. First bang face was just pots and pans and cabasans and BJ's on the beach. Yes, BJ's on the beach. Amazing. Yes. Totally forgot about that. Like. The thing with Bang Face was it was it's the environment. Yeah. It's not just about being there for the music. It's being there for the crack. Yeah. And just awesome anyone, crack. Seagulls the size of a horse. Oh my God! Those giant seagulls. Yeah. Yeah. And I can remember people trying to catch those seagulls. We're doing condone catching seagulls and sets of draws, but uh, if you can't, you know, send us a picture. And we'll we'll post it. Yeah, we'll we'll retag that. Yeah. And, uh, we're, we're, you know, if we're you gonna, can if you can catch one, they're big, very big. Yeah, big seagulls like. Like the size, the size of a turkey. That first bang face. There just, there's a few things that I did at that first bang face that like have, have forever stuck with me. Um, that first bang face was the first time I ever devilled up. Yep. Anyone who knows me knows that I've had. That an, is the devil. I've had an affliction for getting dressed up in red, um, and that first Sunday at the first bang face when I got dressed up as the devil, like that. That that will always stay with us. And there was a few different things I went to go and see dressed as the devil. Um, I will never ever ever forget Chaz and Dave. Oh. I was done up as <laughs> yes. a devil. Done up as a devil, and Chaz and Dave played in the middle of this freaking rave. It was just mental. Like all of these ravers just dentamargate, waving their arms and dancing around to um, Chaz and Dave. But um, I think my biggest memories from the set that went straight after, uh, straight after Chaz and Dave. I remember seeing Square Pusher. Oh, the affectionately known Square Tits. Oh, yeah. So I'll, expe- I'll, explain, I'll explain Square Tits really, really quickly. So uh, I used to work at Richard Sounds. And when I worked at Richard Sounds, uh, I got a holiday to go to this first Bang Face Festival. And uh, they were asking me, like, oh, so what sort of music are you going to listen to? And I was saying, oh, Chaz and Dave are going to be on, and um, this person and that person, and Square Pusher. And when I came back from the festival, I came in for my first day at work. And the manager was like, oh, all right, Gav, how was Square Tits? <laughs> and forever for me now, Square Pusher will be Square Tits. It's just, like, I don't know where he got Square Tits from, but, yeah, there's just that memory of... Just Square Tits, you know. It's, yeah, but there's, it's like... An e- it's an easy mistake on a rig, It is an easy mistake to me. I basically got dared by the same guy I was talking about before. I was talking about Addy. Ali. Ali, not Addy. Addy's sitting there. No, I'm sitting here. Yeah. Ali is probably making beer somewhere. Oh, he'll be making beer somewhere. Stroking his chin. <laughs> making beer. Yeah, he'll be doing well. But there's like there was this one moment where he was like he was he was just egging his on and egging his on and him and Hudson were like Hudspoon. Uh, they were like, go on, hop the barrier. Go on, hop the barrier. And I was like, no, no, no I don't want to get kicked out. And they're like, look, it's the last day. Go on, just hop the barrier, get on with it. And I was like, look, I'll make a deal with you. If he plays this one certain song, I'll hop over the barrier. And I'll start doing exactly what the song says. Um, and inevitably it did drop. And I jumped over the barrier. Started dancing. How was the security? Well, I saw them start to close in. And then they just sort of stepped back for a second. Well, you, you are a massive devil. so Well, you know. I was dressed as a devil with wings and fluffy boots and everything. Yeah, so they yeah, obviously yeah. just didn't want to fuck with Satan. 
But uh, it's um, yeah, yeah you, you wouldn't. Yeah, you, why would you do that? That's it. And the one track that I remember and that I am going to put down for this section for my festival section is <coughs> uh, Ghostbastic. Oh, nice, nice. Um, that slap bass intro and the like it's a bit sky, it's a bit all over the place, and it really shows like where I went with music after that. I might, I might have had a bit of a soft beginning, but as soon as it got hard, it got hard. And with me, it was breakcore and jungle, breakcore, 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 jungle, jungle, jungle. Um, was never really the biggest gabber head until later in life. Um, and there was just something about square tits and the slap bass and the sky sort of drums that went with it that I just really, I just really enjoyed. Nice. Well, let's go spastic. Yeah, everybody, go spastic.
spastic there. Ah, oh, the memory joint is the sweat's pouring out of it. Are you allowed to say spastic these days? Oh well, I've already have. Spastic, yeah. spastic, spastic. Well, it's it's the name of the song. It's, it's not a, like, yeah, it's, it's not, it's not like I'm being someone. abusive. No. Yeah, no. that's Square Pusher, Go Spastic from the album Go Plastic, I think, um, which is on Warp. Yes, the massive, massively influential Warp. Yeah, yeah, amazingly. So, question five, and Gavin's bird is wild card. Ah, look. Um, so basically, wildcard, you're allowed you're allowed two picks on this. Yeah. On this. Category. So, category. Which and the category is shared discovery. It is it's shared discovery. So, how's your scare, shared discovery on this one? <laughs> well, um, who did you share it with? Who did I share who, it with? Who shared it with you? Right. Yeah. Cool. So, um, the first of the shared discoveries right. is something that. Um, I basically pressed play on by accident on in a, in a flat that I was living in. I was uh-huh. living in a communal flat with a few different people, and there was a PC in the front room that belonged to Ali. Um, he's just going to get name dropped all the way through yeah. this shit. All um, the beards, all the beards, beards and beards, beards and beards. Um, and he had this like hard drive that was just rammed with so much music, and I'd been on an adventure down to the coast with with Ali and um, with Jamie, with our oh. mate Wonky Johnson. And He's massive. Um, Looks like Peter Crouch. We'd uh, we'd been we'd been down to the beach and we'd skimmed zones and we'd enjoyed oh, each other's company. A romantic weekend. We out. had the most awkward metro journey home where those two uh, just uh, I couldn't stop laughing and people just kept looking at me and they were getting more and more weirded out by it and it was time to it was time to go home and be a bit normal and uh, me and Jamie went back to the house and we sat down and we I just randomly clicked on a file towards the bottom. Uh, which was by an artist called Wisp. And I'd never heard of Wisp before. I was just like, well, what's this all about? Um, and it's like this sort of really soundscape glitchy, sort of like breakcore, but a bit more polite. Like something you'd see... It's a little bit chip-tuny. It's mm. like something that could have been made on a Game Boy. Lovely. Um, and like me I and Jamie... I do love a bit, bit chip Yeah. And me and Jamie had sat with like, we're mouths wide open. Like, oh, what's what this? is this? This is amazing. And I think we sat, like, f- for a good while, just sort of every tune that came on, we were like, oh, this is great. Oh, this is amazing. But there was, like, this one this one particular tune that stood out to us that I proper loved. Um, and the, I, I don't think enough people know Wisp. I remember, again, it's another Bang Face story. Yeah, it and is. what we like with the Bang Face stories. Oh, we've got lots. Where the, the disaster Bang Face, I'm going to call it, the one in the caravan park. Oh, yes. Um, Cornwall. That, oh, was a, that was an epic journey. That was, uh, yeah. Great cider that weekend, though. Fantastic cider. Yeah, it's a shame that everything the, the else. The sound was horrific. Yeah. And at one point he was playing, and I went into this room to go and see Wisp, and there was four of us. And that was it. And I was like, damn, this dude's come all the way from Canada, and no one's listening to him. Yeah. And I just like... I was just like, look, if no one else is going to do it, I'm going to do it. So I just stood at the front the whole way through, dancing in circles and screaming at them to play this one particular song. Um, and in the end, there was only four of us. <laughs> there was only four of us in there, so it wasn't like he wasn't going to play the song that I was requesting and shouting at him over and over and over to play. So um, I was like, play among the pines, play among the pines, and eventually he did. And it was amazing, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. And he was the best thing I saw that weekend. Um, I sort of lost the Sunday on that weekend. Um, I think I stayed awake from the Wednesday through until the Saturday night. I slept all day Sunday and got woke up on the Monday morning. 
Yes, he did. Yeah, he did. We tried to wake you up on the Sunday, and you were just like, Meh, and I woke you up on the Monday, and you were just like, oh, well, let's let's go and let, see. Let's go get on the rave, and I was like, God, it's time to go home. Yeah, I was. I slept the whole Sunday, and I missed Apex Twin, and it was like, and everyone was like, Oh my God, Apex was there. All right, <laughs> I was like, Well. I don't really feel as bad for nothing. Yeah, he was just alright. The sound system was terrible. Yeah, there. well, that's it. And I, my first song that everyone should be out there, and the song that I'd like to share with all of you, so you saw discover, is Wisp, and the song's called Amongst the Pines. Let's get a monster. <laughs> Thank you. 
Lovely. Oh, I just love that song. I love that the way. Lovely. I love the crescendo. I love the way it builds up slowly into this like massive soundscapey thing, and then calms all the way back down and politely drops you off. It's just, it's wisp. Yeah. yeah. So your second uh, dedication. Well, God. Uh, yeah, the second one that I have chose, the second artist I've chose to share with everyone, is an artist called Daedalus. Oh yes, um, he is particularly uh, sexy. Uh, yeah, Daedalus. If if people haven't heard of him, um, he is a producer. Um, I think he's American or Canadian. I, yeah, um, I believe so. Um, uh, he dresses like a sort of 16th century dapper gentleman while he does his sets. So you'll see lots of work with him in his top hats and stuff like that. And the reason I'm sharing this one particular song is because it samples one of my favourite movies of all time. Um, Steven Seagal, Mark for Dead. No, no, that's mine. That's mine. Close, close. Movies again. Movies again. Um, it samples Matthew Broderick uh-huh. from the film War Games. Oh, it's a, there's a film and a half. Yeah. So, um, if if people haven't seen War Games, like, where have you been? Like, go and put War Games on. It's like it, it, this is before Matthew Broderick killed a guy in Ireland. Matthew Broderick killed a guy. Was it? No, we ran him over. Really? Yeah. This oh. is a true story. He killed a guy in Ireland. Like he ran, he ran over. I thought you were going to go with, like, with a trident or something like with that. With a trident? <laughs> it's like, that would be me all, with my devil trident. So we'll go to all Angaman there. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Matthew Broderick killed the guy. <laughs> but no, it, it, it samples a part of, of War Games, and I love that film. That film is about a young guy who hacks into a military computer and accidentally starts global thermal nuclear war and solves uh, it with a game of tic-tac-toe. He does, yeah. He does. Sorry for ruining the oh, whole film. Spoilers. Yeah. Sorry. Spoilers, yeah, spoilers from 80s films. Yeah. Hashtag spoilers. If you haven't seen it by now, then you, oh, you, you, you're cutting behind. That's it. This print has been out and everything, so then you're probably not going to get to it. Yeah. Um, and what it does is it, uh, this tune by Daedalus actually samples the computer. Um, oh, would you like to play a game? Um, it, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, which game would you want? Um, tick, tick. Tack. Oh, sorry, I'm not banging that. Just because that's that's me pressing a key. <laughs> um, the name of the song is "Hours, Minutes, and Seconds," um, and as I say, it samples the it's not Matthew Broderick, but it samples the computer from War Games. And I think everyone should give Daedalus a listen. He's got some amazing music out there. He's a wacky, wacky gentleman. <laughs> he's a bit of a wacky gentleman, um, and his albums have all got amazing names. Um, the album that this song's off uh, is called Love to Make Music To and I just think that's that's a, that's a genius name it is it's a, a really clever name. name it's a really clever name and um, I think most of his releases in the UK are actually on Ninja Tunes yes um, are. which are like a seminal sort of trip hoppy label in it's a very UK. weird label for him to be on isn't it really? yeah, well, it, well considering the, yeah, the sort yeah. of niche music that he does but um, yeah, my, my second share discovery, I, I think everyone should have a listen to Daedalus, and if you're going to listen to Daedalus, use this example and start with hours and minutes and seconds. Right. Let's get weird. Let's get weird, yeah. Wow, we got something. We're in!
Make you want to go and listen to war uh, watch war games? What what it does? Well, I just want to watch war games. Uh, um, you know, war games now. War games, yeah. Oh, well, uh, let's get through this list first. Yeah. Right. So you at the front, front right speaker, <laughs> massive rave. What's making you wave your hands in the air like a fucking bastard? Oh god, probably the same as you, mate. Anything with pianos. There's uh, there's something about we were talking about this on on episode one. You can go back and listen to episode one when we went through all of Addy's stuff. It's in the archives. It's in the archives. Um, there, for, for me, there's there are a few people out there who have that. There are quite a few people out there who have that ability to make you swing those arms in the air and wave your arms. There's loads of people out there that we've like. They've just touched with the rave magic. Yeah, that's it. I'm, there's there's artists out there like like Busy B who would always play huge tunes um, with big vocal tracks and stuff like that. Ari, but, Elliot Fanboy. Uh, yeah, yeah. Shut my shut my bad man. Shut my bread man. Um, all of the, all of that sort of stuff's great, but for me, it's it's old school. 
It's always been old you've got to, You've got to love old school. Yeah, there's something about the piano and the drums and that sort of vibe that comes with old school. And I think when you're talking about old school, for me, there's there there's one group that's at the pinnacle. Yeah. And I, like, I, I'd be very surprised if 10, 12, hundreds of years haven't already uh, guessed. guessed exactly what I'm going for. But for me, there's there, there just simply isn't an act that encapsulates arms in the air moments bigger than alternate. I think this is true. I can't, I can't disagree with you, Gavin. I think there's some things that'll just never change. Fat Michael never put money into Newcastle United. Decent DJs don't want to come to town anymore because no. the venues are shite. This is true. But if you want to put your arms in the air and you want to have a dance to something, old school piano does it. And like you know, alphabetically A comes first, and in my mind, alternate come first when it comes to this because. There's just something about a handful of those tunes that they play. Mark Archer, the guy who... Legend. 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 Hello, Mark, lad. If you're listening. I bet he's, he's too famous for that, isn't he? Uh, not as famous as me. Well, well, I know. I've yeah. um, But yeah, like, for me, it would be alternate. And there's a few times that I've been in the crowd watching... Uh, watching oh, I'm, I'm like pouring. Yeah, you certainly are. Like, it's, it's really, it, is a, it is a hot day. It, it is, is a, a really day. warm day in the On The Rave studio. Um, for me, there's like one tune above... All of the other ones. Um, it starts with "This is the sound of alternate," and ba 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 ba. Oh my God, my arms are in the air. The goosebumps come in, and there's just there's just nothing like it. We saw them recently at the Sage. Yes, what a night! What a night! Was killed it. Thirtieth anniversary tour. Like they've been touring for nearly as long as I've been alive. That's mental. It's absolutely mental to me. But Mark was so amazing and he was a nice guy. And he always makes time to, to be nice to us. Yes. Um, he's always been spot on. We uh, Again, he's someone who we met at Bank Bank Faces. Face, yeah. We're just going to say that. Bank right? Face. He's going to hear Bank Face an awful lot. Yeah. Well, at least in these first two. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, it might die off a little bit. Until uh, we'll, we'll, keep, we'll bring it back. Don't, yeah. worry, don't worry. But my, my arms in the air moment, just it just has to be evaporate. Like I've I've seen so many other Stella people. Tunes. I've seen so many other people play evaporate and just kill a room. Just like everyone loves it. It's just got that vibe. That every time people. kills it every single time. You know, it's one of those tunes that if it comes on on the radio, you turn it up. If you're listening to a playlist and Agreed. it comes on, it makes Agreed. you smile. You don't need to. You know, you just you just know it's that vibe. It's 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 awesome. It's evaporate. Let's do this. Uh, evaporate. This is the moment they've all been waiting for. This is the sound of Alternate.
god. You lucky bastard. If you're listening to this, you're so fucking lucky. Like, we should be charging for this, but we're not because we're lovely people. This is going out free. On the Rave with Addy and Gav. You can catch us at On the Rave on Twitter or on Facebook. And, and, uh, and YouTube. And YouTube. And YouTube. YouTube. Remember to like, subscribe, and share. Yeah. Remember. Just, just like all the trained if you, YouTubers. If you've got any, just if you if you listen to this, pass it on to a friend who also loves the rave. Yeah. It's um, not getting boring. No, it's not getting. Well, we'll still be on the bank talk. We're always always on the bank talk. Moving on. Moving on. To your dedication. Who is your dedication? Ah, right. Okay, so. This was a tricky subject for me because there was loads of there was loads of tunes I wanted to dedicate to loads of different people and there was also songs that I wanted to put on this playlist that I was like really really trying to work a way of putting it in and like luckily this sort of uh, as soon as I decided what song I wanted to listen to I knew exactly who I wanted to dedicate it to so um, to make it really really quick and simple the tune is by Remark um, I've had the absolute pleasure of being able to MC for Remark. He came Legend. and he came and played for us, and he Mark was just he, Mark was just such a nice guy, and I've seen him play loads of absolutely banging sets, and um, the tune I've selected is R.I.P. Um, and I chose to dedicate it to someone who's not with us anymore. Um, lots of people who would hopefully be listening to this would have known the guy. Um, I'd like to pay R.I.P. for Remark for someone who I miss dearly. Uh, Indeed. Jake Thompson, um, Dad, you're out there, and we love you, and uh, I wish you were still here, but at least we've got a chance to do something nice like this and, and, and dedicate it to you. So um, if anyone out there is listening and just happens to have a glass, tip one out and uh, remember what a fucking lovely guy Jake really was. Yes. And I don't think there is a more fitting song than R.I.P. Jakey T. By remark, quiet, more somber moment, but just please enjoy some jungle and remember someone that you want to remember. I want to dedicate this to Jake Thompson, and this is uh, this is remark.
Love you, Jake. Um, and it's like, yeah, just I hope everyone enjoyed that tune. Uh, yeah. So for the next question, you're looking down in your, in your dingy, gritty bits of your soul, oh. what, what you've hidden, oh. the little bits, the dirty, dirty scum that you don't like people to know about. <laughs> What's your guilty pleasure, Gavin? Oh, God, I've got so many. Um, I've got so many guilty pleasures when it comes to music. I've like, I'm I'm a '90s boy, and I and I grew up through the '90s, and um, just there's a lot of '90s stuff that I absolutely love, and that I, that, like, that people might not know about. I've got like, there's a few proper guilty pleasures I've got. I've, like, do you know what it is, Addy? I love male voices in harmony. I really do. It's one of my guilty pleasures. Boys to men. Uh, Drew Hill. Oh, Drew, there, Casey, you, there you go. Casey and Jojo. I used to love that song. <laughs> no, no, no. Like that sort of amazing, amazing. voice is harmonising like that, and lots of people wouldn't see that from me. They look at the, they look at a six foot two dreadlock Jordian. They don't assume that he listens to that sort of stuff. And like that sort of R and B has always been one of my guilty pleasures. But I, I, like, I've got more. Oh, it's terrible. Come on, come on. Uh, I really do. You, you were friends. You've. No one's gonna judge you on this. Just, 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 just let it out. Addy, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it. I'm not, I'm not picking one of his tunes. But you know who I really like? Who? I'm gonna get ripped to bits. 
I, I really like Skrillex. <gasps> and loads of people are going to... There's something about bang-a-rang and all that... Noise that I really liked and there'll be so I, many... I never thought that was going to come out. No, people never are gonna, thought... Have you turned off? Uh, hello? Have you turned off? I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I like Skrillex. Don't um, know, we're, we're, we're moving on. We're moving on quickly. But I think <coughs> one, of my, one of my biggest guilty pleasures is, is probably... It's probably J-pop. And there are... There are a few different bits and pieces. Uh -huh. like, uh -huh. I don't understand what I they're feel saying. You. I feel you. I don't understand what they're saying. But there's one. There's there's one thing out there in particular that is a bit of a guilty pleasure of mine at the minute. I kind of listen to it every day, which is, which is a bit, which is a bit, you know, yeah. And I do. And um, and, and fuck it, yeah. It's baby metal. Like, <sighs> I absolutely love baby metal. If you, uh, I, I'm, I'm with you on that one. Right. It's lovely. If anyone hasn't heard of baby metal, they are basically three little Japanese girls. And a full band doing crazy, ravey, metally, absolutely mental stuff with loads of really polite, nice, dancing Japanese lasses. That are, you know what it is? I haven't got a fucking clue what they're saying. Something about chocolate sometimes. Yeah, well, that, 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 that's all I remember. You, you just, you just totally, totally oh, spoiled it. Sorry, spoiled sorry, it. Gavin. Oh. It's the only, it's the only word of, of all the songs that I know. It's the, uh, yeah, well, it's it. It's the only, the rest of it's in Japanese, and we're not, we're not, ja we're Geordie. No, I, I, that did make a trap to try to catch some with one man face, but it didn't work. You tried to catch a jab. Yeah. Wow. I didn't. I didn't realize that. Yeah. People normally just try and catch seagulls at that. No, oh, no. There was a few who tried to catch it. Yeah. There was a lot of them. But yeah, my biggest. I think my biggest guilty pleasure with the minute in music is "Gimme Chocolate" by Baby Metal. Let's smash the shit out of this. Oh, then. How are you? God, you're gonna love this.
That's a mint. Mint, 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 You see what I mean? There's just some like, yeah, it's J-pop, and but uh, to me, that's just it's so good, and it's, it's so gav. Like it really is so gav. I love it. I love that. I really do. So moving swiftly along. Swiftly. I think anyone that really knows gav is going to be obvious what your goat is. Ah. We people that really know gav, it's pretty obvious. Yeah. But for those that don't know you as well as we do, Howie, give us your goat. Let's all say it in unison, everybody. One, two, three, David Bowie. Bowie. That's exactly who it is. Um, anyone who knows me knows that Bowie is just my legend. At one point in my life when I wasn't very... Well, I didn't really have direction in my life and I didn't know where I was going. Um, I used to pray to Bowie for direction. Because in my mind, he was more likely to reply than any fucking God. This, um, this is true. I genuinely... When he died a couple of years ago, I genuinely spent 40 minutes crying in bed. Uh, my girlfriend came through and told me, uh, Steffi, hello, Steffi. She came through and she told me, Gav, look, I'm really sorry. Bowie died today. And she was like, do you want to, she was like, do you want to hug? And I was like, I kind of like to just be left alone for a bit. And I spent 40 minutes crying in my bed. Reflect. Because I'd like, when I'd had lost periods in my life, I'd like listen to Bowie music to try and put myself back together. Yeah. And there's just something about Bowie. He's, he's chameleonic. He used to. He's the first real musical chameleon. Yeah. In, in in my mind, he would change, and he would like strip his character down and come back. And he obviously you had. It's it's almost like uh, how people refer to as uh, Madonna as reinventing herself every few and but he would do that way before that she yeah. that she was doing. And that. you had all the different stages. You had him when he was Ziggy Stardust. You had him when he was the Thing White Duke. You had him in the nineties when he was doing all of that obscure music that was coming out from him in the 90s, all the crazy dark techno and yeah. um, the drum and bass that he made with one of the producers from Prodigy. And, yeah. um, and I genuinely think that his best album he ever released is the last one he released, Black Star. There are some of those songs on that album that just fucking move me. They really, really do. Um, I haven't picked one of those ones um, because um, I've, I've picked, like, my, effectively I've picked my second favourite Bowie song. I didn't want to put my favourite one on because I thought this suited the podcast a lot more. Um, David Bowie is my goat. He, in my opinion, no one will ever replace David Bowie as the greatest of all time. And um, people might not know that David Bowie invented drum and bass. Did you know that David Bowie invented drum and bass? I did. He claims that he invented it in 1986. Um, uh, parts of the Labyrinth soundtrack uh -huh. that was produced by David Bowie have that sort of and he looked back and he said without irony as well that he invented drum and bass which is fucking hilarious well he's the greatest of all time so well, he, that's he, it, yeah. he can do pretty much do what he wants yeah, he, he could have done anything he wanted he could have done anything he wanted to me as well <laughs> seriously and I'm I'm genuinely gutted that I'll never ever get the chance to see him or meet him but we'll always have that amazing back catalogue of music Yes. and in particular some of the stuff he did in the 90s that I mentioned before uh, he released an album in 1997 on Virgin Records called Earthling and the first song on Earthling is called Little Wonder and 
that is the tune that I think I think you should all listen to and, and enjoy, you little wonder, little wonder you. Let's get it with you. Thinking well of fans, shaking hands, every morning, dark grumbling arms. Little wonder then, little wonder, you little wonder, little wonder you. Big screen dolls, tits and explosions, sleepy time, that's all with you. Little wonder then, little wonder, you little wonder, little wonder you.
I just fucking love Bowie. It's just lovely, lovely yeah. little tune. A little is. ditty, a little, a little ditty. ditty. Yeah, and it's a bit unexpected. Obviously, lots of people will think of Bowie, and they'll probably think of stuff like um, there's big a tunes, star man, yeah. man, and changes, and all of those massive, massive tunes. For me, the stuff he was listening in the nineties was just so progressive and so different to everything else they'd released, and just became a completely different character again, didn't he? So, um, yeah, David Bowie, rest in peace, forever. Fucking madly in love with that man, and. Uh, yeah, David Bowie. Good, good answer. Addy, we're, we're like, we're like what, two. What do we are? This is the last two. I'd just like to remind everyone that this is the On The Rave pod with Addy and Gab podcast. That's the one. And you can you catch just, us on The Rave on Facebook and on Twitter. You can catch us on YouTube, YouTube as well. And soon to be iTunes. Yeah, we're hopefully going to get... be On The Rave again or yeah. on some sort of variation. Unless of it. it's been stolen. Unless it could, it could have been stolen. If it's been stolen, we will, we will uh, find That would be my fault for not setting it up yet. Yeah, but we will. We <laughs> it, will it, will be, it will happen. It'll, it'll happen. So what's the last, what's the last question, Adam? Your rave essence... What, from inside you, is your personal rave anthem? Oh dear, this is there's so one. much to choose. There I don't is, know. there really is. There's so there are so many tunes to choose from. I mean, um, there there's just so much that I dive back to. Like for me, it'll it'll be jungle. It'll be probably slightly break Corey because they're the sort of things that I get that that have always done it for me. Um, my personal rave anthem will have piano. Um, it'll have bass, it'll have crazy drums. Um, just thrown together and mashed up. Yeah, mashed up is quite Love. mashed up it's is very, quite, yeah, quite, quite an right. ironic title. It's, it's a, so, now I think anyone, again, anyone who knows me knows that this tune's my personal anthem because, like Bowie, is my favorite of all time. My favorite hard producer of all time is Bongra. Um, there's just something about the music that that man puts out and there's loads of class songs. He's got Murder, he's got 666 and the Suicide Girls and 
There's so many amazing tunes that he did, but there's just that one that fucking sends me apeshit every time. And I know that you've played it on my request. Yes. And I know that other people have I, played it I've on played my it request. I've played it a lot. Um, because it's just a tune, and I would say that it is my personal anthem. I'd like to think that... It, it is a wonderful, wonderful record. It is a wonderful record. It is, it is. Um, and it has such a wonderful name that it's got a fuck all to do with the rest of the song. Yeah. Um, the tune's by Bonra. The song is... Hello, my cock is an aardvark. <laughs> Let's get into aardvarks oh, right oh, now. Oh, go on, go on.
Well, that was an experience yes. of a half. I hope you enjoyed that yes. as much as what we did in the in the, oh. the rave studios. Oh, you know, as I was saying, I was warm before. Oh, oh my it god! Got a, it got a whole lot hotter there for uh, the last four minutes. Oh dear! It's yeah. There's just something about that tune that really. Gets it's got everything. Again, it, it sounds got everything. It's got the piano. It's got the crazy bass. It's got. All the different bits and pieces. A close second was Venetian Snare as well yeah. that Wednesday. Oh, that's awesome. And that was bad. such a close second because like, loads of people like that, like eating leather jackets in your punani. Yes. And like just, oh, just that tune's amazing as well. But in in a in a fight, there's there's no. Yeah. Way if you if you can't go mental of that, you've got knee legs. Well. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I, I just yeah. My cock is an aardvark. What a fucking tune that is. And um, Addy, we're done. Again, again, <laughs> rapidly through that. That must mean it's the, the scientific time. Oh, is it? Ah, oh, well, just um, one final reminder. I know we'll keep saying it over and over and over and over and over again, but you can catch us on Facebook, on Twitter, on YouTube, soon to be on iTunes, hopefully, soon to be on Spotify as well. Yes, um, and maybe SoundCloud. Maybe we'll just name we'll, 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 we'll be on, luck. we'll be on everything, we'll be all over your neck, face, and chest. <laughs> all over the place and yeah you can catch us at On The Rave all in capital letters because why fucking not um, we're down to the last tune of the night and it's well, time it's time again for Addy's scientifically approved finale hashtag one more tune right well last week we went it was the cover wasn't yeah, it yeah it was the cover so I think for this scientific tune I'm going to do deep dig deep into my, my test tube bag and whip out an absolute monster and it's going to be Disciples of Annihilation New York City Speed Corps Ah, name dropped in the first Yes uh, being Absolute anthem of industrial strength Again, it's that it's that record label again isn't it? Yeah um, So, um, he's been Addy I've been Gav This is the On The Rave podcast We are now officially off the rave Welcome of the Electric Hellfire Club, where wolves and scoundrels gather with diabolical machines and infernal devices to conjure sounds and images from the darkest depths of hell.